Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am Adam, one of your hosts. With me is Steve. Hello. As always, he is brimming with excitement, as you can tell. On top of it. Is he? We don't know. We'll find out in this episode of Hop Nation USA. Lit fan. Don't, don't, no, don't, nope. We're not famming anybody around here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. You don't know me. <laughs> that's, that's the new, um, uh, there's, there's the term sunning. What? Sunning. What the hell is sunning? That's where you're like really disrespectful to somebody and like you, you put them in their place. Oh, like, like okay. it's like, um, uh, you basically where you would talk down to somebody and you would end it and call them son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you're sunning them. Okay. All right. So yeah, it's funny when you're like, we're not famine anybody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting that sunning is pretty much the exact opposite of bussing. Yes. Sunning is not bussing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another word I recently learned about. <laughs> and neither of those, when bussing has very little to do with bussy, but some to do with bussy. Yeah. <laughs> So, welcome back to another episode of two old men talking to microphones about stuff that they don't really know about. Well, it's just, you know, we learn words for the time. We do. Also, don't call me old. (laughs) I am older than you. Yeah. So, between everybody in this studio right now... I I said episodes ago... That I need to start cultivating the idea that I am 25 or 26 <laughs> so that I can have a, a functional Twitch channel. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, so that's, uh, that is lit uh, and bussin'. Right. Uh, that's hella chill. Yeah. There. You don't have to do all that. I'm, I'm helping you. I'm helping you because if, Are if, you? if I start doing that, Are you, you start doing that too. I'm, I'm, justifying it damn it <laughs> somehow some way but no an old guy and a young guy are here to talk about there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> not beer this week nah april fools y'all ha <laughs> see we were smart we waited yeah well, we gotcha. our, our april fools is we're not going to talk about beer for the rest of the month yep of april <laughs> gotcha <laughs> that's what you get yeah please still listen though it's busting <laughs> <laughs> Crunk? Is crunk still a thing? Uh, I don't know. Ask Little John. So, because it's almost 20 years, and like fashion, it's cyclical. It's got to be coming back around soon. Crunk may come back. I think crunk is <laughs> crunk is on the rise. With crunk coming back, such will be the return of crunk core. And then bands like 303 will come back into fashion as well. Holy shit, 303. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wow, that now that is a throwback there. Yeah, and they can write a song about bussin'. <laughs> bussin' and bussy. <laughs> Practically writes itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Steve, since we're not talking about beer, what are we talking about on this episode? Sides. Sides. We have, in the past, tried to record a sidey episode, and then it got fucking lost. Because God hates us. <laughs> Or the old guy screwed up the connections to the laptop. We won't. We won't know for sure. 
Right. Somebody didn't pay attention to their computer updating. <laughs> Which reminds me, as I'm talking, I'm looking at the, make, at the computer to make sure everything's hooked up correctly. Good. It is. Good to know. It nice. is. So if nice. you're listening to this episode, <laughs> I did it right. Right. There you go. But uh, yeah, we tried to do a Sidey episode in the past, and I think we've tried to do Sidey's other times. Mm-hmm. I think there may be one or two attempts at Sidey's on like 2020 episodes. Yeah, they have definitely snuck in here. And yeah, there. yeah. But uh, tonight we're going to do a full-blown Sidey episode, mm-hmm. and I got some Sidey's. I got some Sidey's from Vintage, yeah. so it's like Sidey's that we can't find everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. So I got some nice ones, and then you got some. Yeah. So, And I'm going to throw this caveat out there right now. If you're looking for Arsenal or Threadbare or anything Pittsburgh-based, we ain't got it. We ain't got it tonight because no. we're going to try to, you know, just, just do go an episode. There. Yeah, yeah, go talk with them directly. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do an episode with them. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to lose the battle but win the war. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we won't talk about them, though. Yes, we are saving them for bigger and <laughs> they, better things. I can guarantee they actually come up in the content tonight. So yes. I can guarantee that. But, <laughs> but no, that is... Uh, they're not going to be featured on the episode, but we will be featuring other things. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with the first one. And it comes from Germany. Germany. Yeah, Germany. It is called the Bembel with Care. And I had to look up a translation. Bembel is apparently a specific uh, jug or pitcher for apple fine. Apple fine. Apple fine. Ah. Because we are drinking the apple fine kish. Apple fine kish? Apple fine kish. <laughs> there are going to be so many sound clips coming out of this. Very much. It's snippets everywhere. Yeah. Apple fine kush, and this is brewed. Did we say brewed? Uh, fermented, generated, brewed. created. Yeah, fermented. Brought upon this earth. It's created by a cidery, though. Uh, out of it's out of Reichelsheim, uh, Hessen. No, oh, right. and it is the from the Keltri Kramer. Ah, that's the cidery. All right. I, I have the most formal training when it comes to German between the two of us, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what you just said. Sure. Well, that I then am either right or very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it, apple fine kush. It means that this is not just hard cider, mm-hmm. but it is uh, hard cider with cherry. That's the kush part. Ah, yeah. okay. And it is a uh, uh, from reading what is in English on the label. <laughs> <laughs> Picking and choosing what you can find. Yeah, there, there's a there's a bit of German, but there is a bit of English on here. That I think there has to be, but uh, you know, it's a German hard cider from the legendary Forest of Odes, Odenwald. Uh, it is handcrafted hard cider with locally grown apples and mixed with sour cherry nectar. Ooh. So we're getting we're getting a little taste of the cherries that they grow over there, I assume. All right. And then, uh, you know, it's vegan and uh, gluten-free because that's all but cider is. <laughs> that's that's swag. Yeah. 4-2 on the ABV. Oh, that's actually kind of light. Yeah, it's kind of light, and this is like a big fucking can, so. <laughs> that's a that's an all-dayer. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on it. I Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what level of tartness they got going with it. It's this. a half liter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It says on the can, half liter. <laughs> Halfway's to fun. Yes. Drink two. What do you say we get it poured up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that like right now. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Apple fine cash is pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled up. It's nice looking. It is. It's uh it it is a deep garnet color. 
Garnet. Yeah. That's a 50 cent word. Uh, they're a little more expensive than 50 cent. A they're not complete. 25. They're not, they're not, you know, like complete trash gems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a good looking unit. Uh, if you don't know what Garnet or Garnet is. Not Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> stole my joke. <laughs> Not Kevin Garnett. Uh, look it up. It is very nice looking. Uh, a nice deep red. Yeah, it's a nice deep red, and it's got great clarity on it as well. Mm. No head. No head. No, nah, it's just very fizzy. Yeah, it was very fizzy. When you opened that up, it had a lot of pomp and circumstance coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah, super fizzy. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks nice. I mm-hmm. hope it tastes good. Uh, on the nodes. A little sour. But that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's got apples in it. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. got cherries. Yeah. It's apple cherries. It's apple fine with sour ch- cherries. Sour yeah. kush. I don't know sour and I don't know sour in German. So. I don't either. Sour. <laughs> sour. <laughs> sour. Sour kush. <laughs> Ooh. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I like this. Sadies. <laughs> You've been looking forward to this episode for quite some time, haven't you? I I thought a lot about it today. <laughs> really? <laughs> and um I feel like there's going to come a point in my life where I transition out of beer mm-hmm. and just go into Cites and fucking uh mead. Will th- will that be the farewell episode? Um, I don't I don't know that the show ends. It just <laughs> transitions in the Cites and mead. We can just, you know, we can have a a farewell episode. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, we will drop the hop and just become like something else. You know, your your plane can tailspin to the Sea of Japan. Yeah, there were no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the mash ending. <laughs> yeah, then we can bring back a new character <laughs> next week. Well, yeah, sure. You can you can totally replace me with like you know a new character. That's mm. fine. <laughs> uh, but yes, on on this, it is very enjoyable. Uh, I keep going back. It's yeah. It has a good combination of sweet and tart. Yeah, the, I mean, both are pretty, uh, like, I don't want to say muted, but neither stick out. Correct. And, and like, neither are overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it also has, like, a nice play between, like, up front, it, it feels very full and sweet. Yes. And then the back end is tart and dry. Mm-hmm. But not overly dry. No, not overly dry, but enough that makes you want to keep drinking it. Yes. Like, this is a fucking thing that I could pound, like, all day. Mm-hmm. This is this is a dangerous one. I like it a uh, lot. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, looking at what I had in my taster yeah. at the beginning and what I have now. Yeah. yeah I'm going through this quick. Yeah, and, the, and there's, like, a... There's a real dry aftertaste to it that I, I think is, like, a, it, it, it's not apple... Fully, mm-hmm. but there's just something that lingers in your mouth that, like, I can just taste it coming back up o- over and over again. That tastes like a you know a fruit blend of, yeah. of apple and mm-hmm. a cherry, but again, it, it, it's a very dry feeling. Yes, uh, but all in all, uh, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm about it. It's like, um, like, have you ever had dried cherries? Dried cherries? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So like. I mean, depends on which ones you get, but if you get like shitty ones or whatever, <laughs> but it, you know, the way dried t- cherries taste, mm-hmm. yes, I'm getting the same kind of aftertaste on this. I see. But it doesn't taste shitty. Yes, it is it, good it, it, quality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, oh man, if I had a piece of dark chocolate with this, oh, we'd be doing all right. Yeah. I would be, yeah, 
hog heaven right now. Yeah, this uh damn, this is good. <laughs> no. it, this is this would be good for just like any kind of brunch drinking. Yeah. Any kind of you know, like you said, this would go really well with dessert too. Mm-hmm. Like a piece of dark chocolate and I do have some dark chocolate chocolate chips. Just like a dark chocolate bar and fucking high cacao. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> was this a vintage? This was. This was this was a vintage pickup. Okay. I don't know. That doesn't mean we can't Get just it. go there. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't just go there or have it shipped here. Mm-hmm. Deer See, Creekside. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I don't know, contact the fucking person. who fucking <laughs> <laughs> Just call Germany. Yeah, call Germany. Dear Germany. <laughs> Give. Give more. Please and thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Donka. Donka. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this, is a, this is a good way to lead off. Yeah, this is a great one. I am a fan. Yeah. It was kind of, I mean, I wanted to lead off with this one because it was the most... Uh, like, I don't know what was about to happen. <laughs> I get that. It, you know? <laughs> it, it, I could see where it would be a bit of a wild card. Is that why you picked it up? Is because it was a bit of a wild card? Or what, what yes. prompted you to snag this one? Yes. <laughs> okay. It was a bit of a wild card. And and because um, I had heard that European ciders are produced and come out a little bit different mm-hmm. than ours. They're usually far less sweet and, uh, you know, uh, just... Yeah, just that. Which makes complete sense because Americans were over-sugared as it is. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, we're way over-sugared. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I just wanted to see what, you know, it, this brew, uh, I believe this cidery was formed in 2007. Oh, so it's okay. not So it's not like something that's, like, been around forever producing right. the same thing over and over. Yeah, so well, it's, it's not like Reichsdorf or mm-hmm. Aisling Kerla, who've been since, you know, pre- Christianity or right, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. When when I think alcohol and Germans, I think, well, I wasn't alive when this started. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, so this is, it seemed relatively new, but I'm assuming, you know, that this may be somewhat representative and, uh, you know, I would, I would definitely try more from them, but also I want to try more ciders from Europe in general, mm-hmm. because I've heard they are different from ours. What, uh, what other varieties did, did they have there? That was it from them. Oh, that was it. That <laughs> yeah. was the, the one yeah. shot. That was the one. It was, the, right. it, uh, it may not, may not have been the only import cider that was there. Okay. Advantage, but it was the one that kind of stuck out the most and was of a, a reasonable price. Understood. I think I might have saw like a couple bottles, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not dropping eighteen on a fucking. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like you that much, Steve. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. Kind of, I kind of did the same thing. Yeah, I don't have I don't have throwing around money that I can just drop eighteen on a sight unseen bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I I kind of had the same thing. It's like, man, I could get that. Wait a minute, I don't even know if I'm gonna like this one. Right. I need to go to a you know a proper cider house. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> grab a. A pole, an eight ounce pole. Yeah. <laughs> and then see if I like it. And then I can drink it at home anytime that I like. Can I drop 15 on a bottle from abjuration? Absolutely. Mm. For a couple of reasons. One, trust them. Yes. Had, had a bunch of their stuff before. <laughs> Two, I may have sampled the product already. <laughs> so I can drop that money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cannot drop 15 or 18 on a bottle from some import ass place that I've never, right. <laughs> I've never had before and just... Hope for the best. And, yeah, and you have no idea how many hands were involved. Yeah, from bottle closed to bottle open. Right, and that's uh, that's one of those, like when you uh, when you uh, the meme of I won't tell people that I've won the Powerball, mm-hmm. but there will be hints. Oh yes, and the hints will be there's <laughs> there will be a lot of more big bottles on this show for no reason. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, and there will be all new equipment. So all right. guests that, that come on will see that. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have like a legit studio space. We'll just lease out WDVE. They're not using it anymore. Sure. Yeah. We'll I, we'll just build our own. I don't care. Have you <laughs> listened to the X in the morning now? No. A smart move. <laughs> Apparently they, they just have some national radio show now. Yeah, that makes for sense. For the morning. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Is it the Hot Wings and Beer Show? No, it's okay. the Woody Show. Okay, I think I've heard that. Yeah, past. I've I've heard of it as well. It it it's fine. It's, it's fine. not, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not fine. No, the, the homogeny across fucking entertainment is not fine. It's it, everybody's just getting clear channeled. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it or, was it was clear channeled, but now it's iHeartRadio. Right? Yeah. They had yeah. to they changed their name to be. That was, they were the original meta. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rebrand and let's try to fight against fucking satellite radio and podcast because we are bleeding listeners. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to advertise with us anymore because all we do is advertise. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about listening to censored fucking crap songs yeah, now that we play. <laughs> we play 15 times a day. Now here's Steely Dan again. Again. <laughs> Remember Sublime? Here's one of the three songs that we play every hour. <laughs> Followed by 311. And now here's some fucking garbage with a ukulele. <laughs> garbage with a ukulele? Yeah. I didn't know Garbage put out a song that had a ukulele in it. Uh, they might, but uh, Garbage is actually pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. I- when, when's the last time you heard the Misfits on the radio, though? You know what I'm saying? I don't know exactly now coming <laughs> out of my radio a lot sooner yeah but but yeah, yeah not 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 over the air yeah because you pay and you get to hear the misfits mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all right yes moving on to news notes and neat mm-hmm. now, now that we're all juiced up <laughs> <laughs> literally it's good juice well i guess we're not going to be able to get into the baseball hall of fame yeah i got some, i got some news though <gasps> and and some of my news are all cider focused okay so I want to talk a little cider news because we're doing cider episode. It is a cider episode. But we can also talk local and we can talk Tom Hanks all in the same story. <gasps> Go on. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you may have seen it around on the news, on the KDKAs mm-hmm. and the WTAEs, if you knew. But Tom Hanks is in town. He's <laughs> filming it. He's filming a show. He's uh, It's called something about auto or something. Well, I don't know. A man called auto. All right. I don't care. <laughs> you will when it comes out. Yeah, I'll pay attention when it comes out. But uh, yeah, he's filming movie, and he's just been making appearances. <laughs> it's like places. He's just popping up places. Just Tom Tom Hanks in around town. Yeah, like he popped up at a. Uh, he I guess he was just walking around town, and then there was like a bridal party taking photographs. Okay. And he jumped in the photos. He's like, "Can I take the photo? Can I jump in?" And they're like, "Tom Hanks." To be fair, I would do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Well, it's Tom Hanks. Uh, but after that story, there was another, um, there was a couple who was getting married, you know, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And they said, they sent him, um, they sent him a letter and they're like, Tom Hanks, can you be an officiate for our wedding? Oh. And he said, yes. <laughs> That's dope as hell. Yeah. So Tom Hanks officiated a wedding in Bellevue and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and for and for their uh, for their toast, they they shared some arsenal. They they really? to, they toasted with arsenal. That's fantastic. Yeah. So there you go. You toasted with arsenal. That's your cider <laughs> with Tom Hanks. Yeah, with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Man, how cool would it be just to be living a Tom Hanks life? 
of just, you know, yeah, I could go anywhere. I'm Tom Hanks. Right. Everybody's going to be happy to see me. And go anywhere, do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> People exactly. Like <laughs> it's like he has an invisible ladder, invisible clipboard, and invisible hard hat at all times. Yeah, pretty they much. They just let him in. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> Same goes for like Bill Murray. Yeah, he just yeah. just go. He can just show up and people are happy to have Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And he will insult you to your face. And yeah. You'll be happy that it happened. Yeah. And he'll share a drink with you as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a quick one. I like it. Yeah. I'm about it. Yeah, well. I do. Uh, the American Cider Association. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know that ciders have their own certification process? I do now. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, obviously, with wine, they have sommeliers. Beers, they got cicerones. Mm-hmm. Well, ciders got their own thing. What are the, what are the those called? Pommeliers. Okay, makes sense. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pom. Yeah. Pom is uh, apple in French. So pom fresh. Yeah, pom fresh. Yeah, yeah. Lindemans pom. <laughs> I don't know what that is. The Lindemans. Wait, that's been. A, uh, we've definitely had that on the show in the 2020 episode. Oh, I had it. Oh yes, yes, yes. But yes. it's a framboise. It it's is apple. a framboise. Yeah. yeah. All right, so full disclosure, my idiot brain went to Antimans. Oh. Yeah. Which I, they, I'm sure they have an apple strudel out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't say apple strudel. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say palm strudel because that's mixing French and German. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> that's craziness. That's why my brain short-circuited. <laughs> but anyways, back to the American Science Association. The pommelier. Pommelier. Uh, they now have nine new certified pommeliers ah. uh, after they took a, their certification exam at SaderCon 2022. SaderCon. <laughs> <laughs> It's just cool. It is cool. I mean, where where is CiderCon held? Guess. Michigan. No. Ohio. You're getting closer. Mm, New York. Nope. Damn it. (laughs) Richmond, Virginia. Okay. When I think cider, I think Richmond, Virginia. Eh, It's fine. I mean, I figure it it probably does move around, but... I I assume that it does as well. Uh, But yes, uh, they now have nine new people. Uh, There is actually at least one from the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, Dan Schreffler. Uh, he is with Space Time Mead and Cider Works. Interesting. Yes. Where's that out of? Scranton. Scranton. Okay. Yeah. Well, technically Dunbar. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, if if we were based out of Scranton and somebody out here in Pittsburgh. Right. You know, like, well, technically it's North Bay. It's it's like Pittsburgh. Saying, yeah, it's like saying Bethel Park. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Oh. It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. So yeah, but, uh, Space Time Mead and Cider. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations to all of them, the uh, nine new certified pommeliers. Mm. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, no, you're close enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sommelier, pommelier. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, fine with it. But uh, the just a uh, quick lead-in, uh, next exam is June 20th in Seattle, Washington. Sick. Yes. I wonder if I could get an honorary pommelier. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> I love Sadie's. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you doing that as a side project for yourself. Right. Here, here's the thing. Cider notoriously does not hold a huge uh, grasp on the market of drinking. It does not. So I feel like just maybe giving me an honorary, honorary pommier <laughs> and just, you know, like goosing it just a little bit. Yeah. Making making me, a you know, a front facing. <laughs> you are a voice that is heard around the world. Right. Yeah. That's free advertising yeah. for them. Yeah, and that is Sadie's. That's a slam dunk. <laughs> you can walk into any cider house, be like, you know, just flash your badge. Right. <laughs> Bonnier on site. 
<laughs> yes, please. Yes, uh, cool. So yes, congrats to all of them. Well, I think I know someplace I might take my pommier certification. Where is my that? Honorary, my honorary, <laughs> my my fake cardboard badge. <laughs> I like cider. <laughs> yeah, I like Sadie's. <laughs> uh, there is a. It, I wanted to include this just because I think it's a good idea, and then perhaps any of the brewers who listen to the show, any mm-hmm. of the breweries who are listening, maybe implement something for this because I think it's a good idea. But okay. there is a there's a cidery in New York. And it's called a Nine Pin Cidery. Mm, okay. And they have a program called the 26er program. 26er? 26er. All right. So the program is every two weeks, they release a new style of cider. Oh. And okay. customers have to come in and sample the cider. And they get it. They have like a physical punch card. Okay. And you get that punched out the card. Oh, all right. So that's every two weeks. So 26 weeks uh, in a year. Okay. Yeah. So if you get all 26 uh, new cider styles and try all of them throughout mm-hmm. the year, then you get inducted into the 26er club. I really like that. Right. And so the 26er club, what it does is it gives you like early access to uh, new cans and bottle releases. Oh, okay. So like you could be first in line to get get that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. obviously you've already proved your loyalty to right yeah like, <laughs> like it makes total sense to me like you're proving your loyalty yeah you literally have the paperwork yeah so yeah and uh they give you happy hour pricing for life uh oh you get invited to a party at the end of the year yeah yeah so, yeah yeah so it's like it, they give you a whole bunch of things for like actually sticking with them and completing everything and you know at least coming back 26 times <laughs> And, and and I like that it is 26 times every other week rather than every week. Right. It gives you a little bit of time. It gives you a little bit of Yeah, play. yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, it releases one week. You got like two weeks to drink it. Mm-hmm. The next one comes out. Yeah, I so, like that. That's a yeah. really smart move. I like that too. And I think, I think that's a cool program. And I think, you know, maybe some other breweries. Because thinking to myself, like, I don't think I go to the breweries that I love 26 times in a year. <laughs> no, no, I don't. And honestly, there are breweries out there that I love that I still need to go to. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You just don't go to. You can't get there right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, I mean, it's a cool thing, but if you really want to cultivate your super fans. Yes. You know, because like even again, the breweries that we love, we don't go to 26 times a year. Right. But I'm sure somebody goes to tw- a brewery 26 times a year. Oh, absolutely. And, and they should get rewarded. And they might actually <laughs> do that in the first month. Yeah, they should do that for their super fandom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you said this is in New York. You say what part of New York? Upper state. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't so know. anywhere I north and west of Yonkers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have that written down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking could be Elmira for all I know. I, I, I mean, that is apple country. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sure, it's Elmira now. That's what it is until I'm corrected <laughs> on the social media. But one thing I did find, mm-hmm. and I almost just fucking threw my computer. <laughs> because, oh, no. Well, because I know it's far enough away that I'm not going to get any. Okay. But I got upset because I was going through their list of sighties that they have, mm-hmm. and they have a seasonal Earl Grey sightie. Ooh. Yeah. That is right up your your uh, your alley. It's all the things, but like A, it's not available right now. And B, it's so fuck far away anyway. <laughs> well, they ship, don't they? I don't know if they do. 
But yeah, I just got super upset. I was like, fuck, they have something I would probably love and it's nowhere near me. That is 100% Steve Bate. That's, yeah, it's teasing. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, see, Night Pin, you got them all riled up. Don't tease me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if we, it, we can figure out a way. You got a birthday coming up. Sure. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out eventually, but I also just have to first nail down what season they fucking actually release it in because if it's not available now, Mm-hmm. I have to figure out when. We can just ask them. I know, but I, I didn't. I didn't do that step yet. You want to do that right now? Hey, Nipin. Yeah. <laughs> when does that when? get released? Yeah. And please keep doing it. Yes. Do it again for another cycle, so I can try to get something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't retire it. That would make me crazy. <laughs> Ooh. To find out something that you want, and then it just, poof, and then disappears. it's never done again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Damn it. <laughs> we'll get you some. Damn it. <laughs> well, we will let the, the Hop Nation Nation find it for you. Or, or. I'm listening. That, you know, again, we're still searching for what we do for our summer brew. Ah. ah. I just might, we just might do it. Because, I mean. Maybe we just need to make ciders this year. Ciders. Ciders. Also, Brian, you got to let us into the competitions with our sighties. <laughs> we know each other. It's cool. Come yeah. on. <laughs> just give us just give us our little fucking uh, uh, certificates that we won. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, nobody else is doing sighties, but just give us little... <laughs> we, don't need the, we don't need full medals. We won't make you incur that cost. No. But, you know, just give us little certificates that we won for sighties. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's make that happen. I got a, I got a trophy case that's awful empty right now. Yeah, sighties. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's some of the news I got. Do you have another one? Uh, I've got beer news. We'll save that for next week. Okay. Well, I got one more. It's a, it's a small, quick one. Sure. Uh, Woodchuck. Heard of them? They're a cidery. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. Take it or leave it if you want. That's where a lot of people start. Yeah, I Woodchuck. don't. I don't think they're the best. However, they are releasing something else that caught my <laughs> caught my eye. Was that? They're releasing a brunch box. Oh, yeah. It's a variety pack of their Perseco and Mimosa. Oh, and then they have two brand new ciders. Mm. Uh, Inspired by the Paloma and Bellini. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I could get fucked up on three-fourths of that box. Yes. <laughs> and by the time that happens, the last fourth won't matter. You're going to yeah. drink it anyway. Yeah, by that time, I'll either be on the fence about drinking Palomas or... <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to go whole hog. You're like, well, I can't leave this box. Yeah, or just give it to somebody. Yeah. Like, here. <laughs> Here's three sighties of stuff I don't like. <laughs> I don't like grapefruit and tequila. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. Yeah, that is an acquired taste. Yeah, I don't like either. No, <laughs> no thank you. So, but that one I definitely could buy direct from the website. If it doesn't come to PA, I could have it shipped to my house. If I need it. I don't know that I need it. I, I think I know where your money should go first. Yeah, I, well, yeah. My money has already been like like earmarked for two other ciders. <laughs> <laughs> one we're drinking and the other is that Earl Grey. <laughs> so sorry, Woodchuck, you are falling down the list quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I was doing research for the episode today, the brunch box was the first thing I saw. Oh, okay. But then I saw the Earl Grey, and I got <laughs> earmarked. <laughs> and now I've had this Bembel with care, Apple Vine Kerish. And now I'm Apple, I'm earmarked, I'm Apple marked, god damn it. <laughs> I'm earmarked for more of this. You're a quarter of a liter in, and you're already doing this. It's good. <laughs> it is good. Yes, the Bembel with care. Daggum. I'm glad you brought this on the show. 
Me too. That uh, this is gonna have to go on the list. Yeah. Next so, time I'm up there at the vintage. So another, uh, just another thing we didn't talk about too much, but like we were talking how fizzy it was, mm-hmm. like when we first poured it up. But it's honestly not that carbonated while you drink it. No, it really wasn't. It, Which it, I'm, ha- I'm happy about. I'm happy too. it doesn't taste like you know soda in yeah. a way. Well, because there are some ciders out there that are overly bubbly and overly sweet and just tooth decaying. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Yeah, not at all. This, this is, is pleasant. A, this is nice and pleasant. Yeah. Want to get another one? Yeah, we can get another side. Okay, let's uh, let's do that. Let's talk about Dennis and Dennis? Then come back. Okay. <laughs> it's first commercial break. What's Dennis got? <laughs> first sip brew box. Find out. <laughs> back in a minute. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Com. So that was talking about Dennis and first sip. Yeah. But that gave us ample opportunity to go get another cider. Yeah. Go buy their shit. Please and then, go buy their shit. And then send, send them a note. Be like, make a cider box. <gasps> Ooh. Get some apple cider donuts in that shit. Man. First side brew box? Mm, no, it's still first sip. <laughs> first sip cidey box? There we go. That's that's maybe a little better for sip pom box. <laughs> hey, there we go. Dennis, get at us. The pom box. We're gonna we're gonna come down and we're gonna we're gonna drink some ciders and we're gonna brainstorm. We're gonna workshop new products. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's just an excuse for us to come down and drink ciders with you. Yeah, <laughs> like usually. this one that we have now. Steve. Well, maybe this one. We don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know either. Yeah, like the last one, but maybe this one. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this one, uh, this one's stateside. Uh-huh. This comes from the beautiful Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Windridge Cider Company. Yeah. We've all heard of them. Yeah, for sure. We've all had them here yeah. in the Pittsburgh area, but they are out of the eastern part of the state, Dallas Town, if you want to be specific, and I'm sure that you do, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this is their honey lavender yeah. cider. Clocking in at 6% ABV. Ooh. Yeah, so a little bit heavier than the uh, Bembel with Care. Apple Divine Kirsch. Apple Divine Kirsch. Yes. But uh, their description, it is honey from raspberry, apiaries, and fresh diced sprigs of lavender co-ferment with John Gold, Strayman, and Gold Rush apples. I have heard of literally zero of those apples. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're like a yellow apple, but it's like soft, almost like a pear or a gala apple. Well, I mean, two of them have gold in the name. Right. I mean, you got the Jonah Gold and you got the Gold Rush. The Stamen. Yeah. I mean, who knows with that one? That's yeah. a wild card. I think, yeah, I think I think the golden ones are like soft, but they're mm-hmm. they're not like fucking super. T- I hate it, Granny Smith. Granny Smith can fuck off. See, I I have that stance when it comes to Red Delicious. Red Delicious is pretty trash too. Th- that is a trash cafeteria apple, and like it's it's purposely been made trash, mm-hmm. like because it was just like a hearty. Yeah, that was part of the episode that we lost when we were talking about the history of the fucking <laughs> shit ass Macintoshes and the fucking Red Deliciouses. Yes. Fuji for life. Fuji for life. 
Gala's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can come too, but yeah. stay in the back. <laughs> Gala's cool, but <laughs> Fuji Ichiban. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, I get down on a Honey Crisp too from time to time. Yeah, Honey Crisp is good as well. It's mm-hmm. just like anything that's like actually has like a flavor to it and mm-hmm. like Red Delicious, like the skin is offensive. It gets stuck in your teeth. Yes. Like what a dickhead piece of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the only way that you're going to remember it. Right. Because it keeps sticking around. Because <laughs> it has no flavor otherwise. It's just bland trash. Yeah. It's sustenance. Yeah. Great. It's sucrose. <laughs> yep. Uh, but this has none of that as far as we can tell. Fructose. No. Red Delicious. No. Fructose is not sucrose. Sucrose is just sugar sugar. All right. Fructose is fruit sugar. I'm, man, I'm off the clock. I'm correcting myself. Okay. So the audience doesn't think I'm dumb. <laughs> Well, for that. Right, for that. (laughs) What do you say we pour it up? Uh Because I can tell that you're, you need more. Need my sighties. You need your sighties. Need my sighties. Windridge. I am stupid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know I just went from trying to not be stupid Uh to now, but I'm back to stupid. All right. I thought this was going to be purple. (laughs) No. Because you said honey lavender. No. And everything lavender is purple. Lavender yes. is just a color sometimes. Well, not this time. Not this time. No. This time, lavender is a plant. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a plant, but the plant's purple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they would have tried to, you know, make it look purple. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. Well, what they did do is make a very nice and clear cider. This is super duper clear. Like, yeah. Th- it is hard to describe how light and pale this is. Yes. Because it approaches the point where it gets to just like tainted water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't even put it. I don't even know if I put it on the P scale. No, I mean, I put it on the P scale. You did well hydrated. Yeah, this is a, this is a well, well, well hydrated P. <laughs> Can we stop talking about the stuff that we're just about to drink in P form? <laughs> Bussing and bussy, drinking pee. <laughs> <laughs> Album name called it. <laughs> If Gigi Allen was still alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. It does have a good level of sweetness to it. Yeah, it's sweet, but it has like a real flowery uh, kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's honey sweet, but it's also just flowery it has because a of lavender. To it. Yeah. yeah. It's like in the least rude way, <laughs> I mean this, but it's kind of like drinking potpourri. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it, uh, it also smell it has that potpourri smell to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is not an insult. You know, that is that is a le- a legitimate, you know, description of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, it is sweeter than the last one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's American. So. Right. <laughs> but it, it, like, this is an unusual flavor. Yes. Uh, that we get in drinking. I, I honestly am surprised that they didn't put a little mint in there. I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> I and I don't like mint. Yeah, I just don't think it needs it. I think it, I think this stands out on its own. I could see a, a, just a little pop of mint. You well, tell them for a different release. Dear Windridge, <laughs> have we got a scoop for you. Yeah, I think this is fine on its own with just the lavender. Oh, for 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 true. Is that a thing? For uh, true? I don't know what decade it's from. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're the young one around here. So I know, but you know. I just, I just 
Exactly. I think you went back too many decades. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone too far. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yes. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot as well. It's it's definitely again a flavor profile we don't get very common, especially in beer. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe just beer in general might be too heavy. Yes. In order to get this in a beer, you'd have to put it in like a Kolsch style. Well, I mean, lavender is a somewhat delicate flavor to begin with. Right, yeah. So this is something, and it's reminding me of tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting closer and closer. Which people, you know, which if you're a good listener, then you also know I'm a tea boy as well, so... (laughs) Sorry. This had a visual of you just sitting there just patting somebody on the head. Yeah. You're a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> you good listener? <laughs> you pay attention? Who's a good listener? <laughs> You're a good listener. What, do, what does Steve like? <laughs> Steve likes tea and sides and root beers. That's right. <laughs> Who wants a t-shirt? <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, the, this is perfect for cider, but I don't know that it would translate well to beer. I agree. So, again, this is a reason to get in the cider because you can get flavor profiles that you don't usually mm-hmm. get. And and it'll still get you drunk if you really want it to. Yeah. I think the other place you would find lavender and beer is probably Saison's. Mm, yeah. You'd find them there, but the the problem you're going to get from that is the, the lavender here is the star. Yes. In Saison's, you're going to get all kinds of other goof stuff from the yeast and... Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Yeah, it's going to get buried. Right. So if you're looking for something where lavender is the star, go to Sides. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, with a, a side of the honey sweetness, you don't really taste apple. No. You know? And, and you know, that's about it. So mm-hmm. those, are your, those are your ingredients. Apple, honey, and lavender. <laughs> it's, <laughs> doesn't have, it doesn't have to be complicated to be good. Right. So, yeah, enjoyable. I, uh, I like this one. As do I. Would drink again. But uh, I, I feel that this is uh, has different applications than the Bembel with care. Yeah. You know, this this requires a different I application. Say, I would say they're both brunchers. They are. They're both brunchers, but this is also like, I don't know, like a fancy dinner. You know you know what, what thought fancy. came into, into my mind? A wedding reception. Yeah, yeah. This is a fantasy. It is. This is something where you expect to be surrounded by flowers. Yes. And yeah. you dress up. Right. Yeah, this is dress up drinking. Yeah. Yeah, this feels like dress up drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like I should have slacks and suspenders on. Yes. <laughs> slacks that you haven't worn for two and a half years. Yeah, something about, it, something about this is too fancy to just be, you know, sitting on the computer fucking playing Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> what a save. Yeah. Ooh, lavender. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> No, let's not let's not do that. Let's keep Fair this enough. fancy. Fair enough. I'll even drink it with my pinky out. Okay, you do that. No, I'm not going to do that. That's, okay. I can't. I can't <laughs> do that consistently. All right, we got a we got a show to do. Do show. So the show we're going to do is uh, we decided we're going to do a little bit of highlighting of yes. other cideries in the country. Yes, and maybe some meteries. We'll see. But uh, you know, uh, uh, I feel like people need to know. Where the good ciders are. Yes. And if you're visiting a city, who has the good ciders? What cities have the good ciders? Mm-hmm. So we can start very simply. I went to USA Today. <laughs> they have their best top 10 fucking thing. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> you know, we, we've uh, we've all voted in it in the past because, mm-hmm. you know, we voted for Dancing Gnome. We voted for Barrel and Flow for 
best beer. Well, they have one for ciders as of well. Of course. So I, I drew up that list. I grabbed the top five. Okay. And uh, so if you want to know where the top five, according to USA Today. <laughs> and its readers. Yeah, and its readers. Milk and Honey out of St. Joseph, Minnesota. Okay. Diskin Cider. Diskin? Diskin. Yeah, it's it's too close to Dick and Cider. Oh, no. I don't particularly love the name. Oh, no. But it's like Diskin, so maybe they weren't trying to be that. Yeah. But it's close, so I don't ah, know that I love it. You you get a couple of liters in, and that's what you're going to Right, it. yeah. But Diskin Cider, yeah, just... Mm. <laughs> it's Nashville, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, one's a, this one's a mouthful for mm-hmm. not being German. But it's a Waldschenke, and it's cider and coffee. So that's a fun place, but that's in Denver. In beautiful Denver, Colorado. And actually, uh, it is pronounced Waldschenke. Sure, yeah. Hashtag the cider place. Yeah, Waldschenke. Because that was one of the ones that I pulled up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, One Tree out of Spokane and Cider Core out of Mesa, Arizona, which that one's the surprising one to me. Cider Core out of Mesa, Arizona? Yeah. Because it's Mesa, Arizona? Yeah. (laughs) They don't grow apples there. <laughs> a lot of cactus cider. <laughs> I mean, you could probably squeeze a you cactus. You could. I mean, you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can you can juice a cactus. But that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> you could juice a cactus. Yeah. Uh, also, just kind of rounding out the nine and ten spots of that list, mm-hmm. I thought were worth mentioning. Uh, Plowman. They're out of Aspers, Pennsylvania. Where the hell is that at? Exactly. I said that, too. Did you look? Yeah. So, oh, and- <laughs> It's a little bit north of Gettysburg there. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. it's like between Gettysburg and Carlisle. All right. On the 34. Okay, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll just say it's the Dillsburg area. Yeah, so go there. <laughs> and then Threadbare. Threadbare hit number 10. Have you ever been to Threadbare? I haven't been there, but I've had their stuff, and I don't think I've ever had a bad one from I, them. So. I, I have been there once or twice. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. Yeah. Ample yeah. parking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I've had their stuff. I just haven't actually been to the... Because, I mean, that's all the way up on the North Shore. Where the fuck am I? It is. <laughs> See, is that North Shore, North Side, or North... It's not North Hills. No, it's not North Hills. Uh, you know, yeah, because North... I'm going to say North Shore. Because it's... It, and it's not quite Deutschtown either. Well, no, it's past Deutschtown. Right. It? Yeah. It's almost near Penn. Penn yeah. Brewing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's got to be North Shore. We'll call it North Shore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Threadbare, where are you at? <laughs> Even though I've been there. Stop me too far. Yes. <laughs> You're too far away. Come closer. Yeah. Come closer. Get some get some distro into my house. <laughs> <laughs> into my house. Into my house. Uh but yes, the I, I wanted to the uh, the Vald Shanky. Uh that is actually Swiss. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, it is Swiss. So All you right. were close with German. Yeah. Uh but yeah, they they're on the north side of Denver. Uh they do have one thing that I really want to try. Okay. They got push pops. Oh, of cider. cider. Yeah, mm-hmm. cider push pops. Mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want that. Sure. You can, you can try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's probably not a bad idea. Uh, there is something similar, though, in, oh. in the Pittsburgh area. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Our Arsenal does sorbet. Oh, shit. That's right. I've had that before. <laughs> you know, what the hell am I doing? I've had that. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> now, now you're reason. stupid. <laughs> Great. Now I've got the stupid ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. But in case anybody who's listening who didn't know, yeah, Arsenal does have uh, their ciders and sorbet flavors. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Because also, I mean, it's not 
it's not cider, but like, I assume you've had like the Deer Creek sorbets and ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those are fucking good too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it all works. But all right, I I, I found another metric though. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Of, of where you could possibly find good cities. All right. And this is uh, going to Cider Cities. Cider City. Cider Cities. Cider City, USA. No. All right. <laughs> and this is as ranked by Redfin, so. Oh, all right. Yeah. They, they they had their own metrics, and part of it was, like, the walkability of, like, how easy was it to walk from one cider house to another. That's legitimate, though. Yeah, it's a legitimate one. Uh, New York wasn't the mo- wasn't the top-ranked one. Okay. But they, I think they had the highest walkability well, of, like, of like 89 or something. Well, it's New York City, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, there's New York City and then there's, you know, just whatever apple farm next to another <laughs> apple farm. <laughs> but uh, a couple other cities of note, Portland. Makes sense. Seattle mm-hmm. also makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, Pittsburgh didn't make it because... We can't walk for shit around fuck Pittsburgh. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, walkability is shit for anything. But uh, Philadelphia did make it. Really? Yeah. For ciders. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, hey, you think they probably one just opened up next to another one and made it easy to walk. (laughs) (laughs) They've got two. You got to remember, Philadelphia is much bigger than us, (laughs) as much as we... (laughs) Well, and and that's kind of why I'm surprised at that. That it is. I mean, it is big, but walkability... I guess. Well, I, I, it, it may also fall into other metrics. Mm, I'm just saying walkability was one of them, and New uh, York, okay. New York had the best. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. In that case, all right. I'm on board with Philly being on this list then. Yeah, and then Chicago is on there as well. Eh, all right. So also yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. you know, six or seven hours in either direction, you can have you know a bunch of sighties. <laughs> or you could just go to Michigan. Well, that's like eight hours. In- <laughs> yeah. Well, you can make it depends. To five. Depends on which part of Michigan you get to. South of Detroit. Sure. The part that neither Ohio nor Michigan wants. Well, I mean, if you go a little bit north of Detroit, though, mm-hmm. you can you can go to Shrams. Yes. And that's like the number one metery. Yes, it is. That everybody I see always, you did similar research to what I did. I did. Yeah. I mean, it's the same research. It all comes <laughs> up the same. Everybody <laughs> talks about Shrams. Nobody shuts the fuck up about Shrams. There's probably a good reason for that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like Shrams, Nectar B, and... Uh, to Charm City. Yes, Charm those, City I did see come up multiple yeah, times. Those all those all come up as like top meteries, but mm. you can check those out. Uh, I did want to go jump back a little bit more to uh, confirming Chicago. As, as, a, as a cider town. As a, as a cider town. Okay. Because uh, the Thrillist, they had a list of like the top ciders mm-hmm. and, or the top cideries in the country. And uh, three that came up, uh, Wright B., Right B cider. Right B cider. Yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I had something recently that was a collaboration between Pipeworks and Right B. Ah, okay. That was, it was very good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So if Thrillist says it and Redfin says it, and I sort of say it because I had a collaboration beer. Right. Plus, you know, Pipeworks makes good stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. So legit- legitimizes them. Yeah. So all of that together. That should tell you. Go check out Right B Cider. Plus, I believe they were the first cider house in Chicago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, another one that kind of confirms Seattle is like the Thrillist also had Seattle cider on their list. Mm-hmm. So, well, that, I mean, that is the Apple State, right? Washington. So, that yeah. makes complete sense, right? Yeah, I would <laughs> then, be embarrassed if they didn't have that. <laughs> and then we uh, we mentioned how uh, Cider Core seems kind of off. Cider Core. 
Yeah, in Mesa, Arizona. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't seem totally off, but it's it's like surprised me, I guess. But Urban Tree out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing that they, they have that I, I was really interested in was their peach cobbler cider. Yeah. 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 I want that. Which that makes a lot of sense. To it have does. That. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things where we got to reach out to Hops and Box Office Flops. Yes. Tell Chumpzilla to... Get get on some of that. Tell us how it is, and then send some. Hook, hook some brothers up. Yeah, <laughs> hook us up if it doesn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if it sucks, keep it. <laughs> what I mean, if they're getting national attention like that, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. But on the other hand, maybe they paid the thrillist. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. So so Chumpzilla, <laughs> everybody's getting called out on this episode. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Sensiders. <laughs> you haven't been called out. Are you really anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Just everybody. All right, that is your assignment. Everybody go buy at least two units of cider and send them here. Yeah. (laughs) Please and thank you. Turn this into a cider show. (laughs) (laughs) All ciders all the time. That's right. But did you did you have anything else as far as no? Unfortunately, finding the top. Your your research was right in line with mine. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, With with the trams, I wanted to try that that peach cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I did want to go back to the uh, the one that was in, in Mesa. Okay. What, what was the name of that? Cider Core. Cider Core. Is that a metal-based cider house? I don't think so. I think it's military. Ah, okay. Yeah. Let's see. I, I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, like a metal core or like an apple core. Because oh. it could go either way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's core as in military. So C-O-R-P-S, oh. not oh. C-O-R-E. Damn it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Ample opportunity for Ample. us. <laughs> <laughs> the most metal fucking cider house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that idea. I want to just like press the flesh or something like that. Hell yeah. Well, I mean that's a that's a good it's a good name mm-hmm. for the for the cider. I think we need something more evil for the cider house in general. <laughs> we'll workshop that. Yeah. When we're talking with Dennis. But yeah, Flesh Press is a good fucking name for a, just a, a base cider. Mm-hmm. It's like, because everybody, you know, they all go through that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All right. We'll work on it. Yeah. So somebody needs to sponsor this show for a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> so we can open a cider house. Yeah. Please and thank you. All right. I got one more metric. Okay. As far as determining the best cider house in America and where you should be visiting and who you should be drinking from. Oh, okay. The U.S. Open Cider Championships. Say that again, please. The U.S. Open Cider Championships. It's an open, so anybody can. Yeah, it's open. Anybody can. All right. Yeah. Their 2022 registration is open now. Okay. So they'll announce the winners for that in fucking November. So we don't have anything for that. And I don't think they did 2021. But I got 2020. Oh, all right. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And in 2020, uh, there were multiple medal winners. Okay. Um, nobody like completely cleaned up or clear, you know, or anything like that. But of note, Cider Boys, which I drink a lot of. I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. <laughs> I drink a lot of Cider Boys. They got like three or four medals. Mm-hmm. So they did good for themselves. The California Cider Company, which is another big one that like everybody sees. They're the ones who make like the ace. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they make the ace. They came, they came in, I think, third. Or, no, they didn't come in third. Cider Boys came in third. Okay. But they still had, like, four medals, but their medals were mostly silver and bronze. Okay. Um, second place, though, goes to a place called Heritage. 
Okay. They're out of Ontario, Canada. Oh, Canucks are getting in on this. Yeah. Nice. So they, somehow they opened the U.S. Open. <laughs> well, I mean, they're America's hat, so sure, come on in. I mean, hey, fucking Canada plays in the NHL, too, so like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, called, it's, called the, it's called the National Hockey League, not the Nationals Hockey League. That's right. So, I mean, you know, you let them in. <laughs> you let them in. But uh, they took home second place. The Grand National Champion, though, mm-hmm. had four medals, two gold, two silver. Oh. And that belongs to Arsenal. Yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. Bring it back home. That's right. Where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. Grand so, <laughs> champion. That's awesome. No matter where you go, we still have the grand champion. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. And to think that it was named after a bowling alley. Right. Or it, a graveyard. It, yeah, it totally wasn't named after a bowling alley. <laughs> I like calling it the graveyard. So. <laughs> uh, That's if, where they plant all the apple trees, isn't it? <laughs> totally. Absolutely. And I will not be told otherwise. Mm-hmm. Just keep lying to the people. That's what I do every day, Steve. Hell yeah. Ah, ooh. Last little bit of that Windridge. Yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's nice. It's. I just don't know when the fuck else I would drink it. <laughs> no, it, it, it uh, and, and now it's one of those things where now that it has been mentioned that it's kind of fancy drinking, I kind of feel bad if I was just sitting in gym shorts. Right. Watching Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Like, like I would be wasting it. Yeah. I got my three stripe pants on right now. It doesn't, you know, like you're ready to squat. Yeah, I'm ready to do some squats, smoke some cigs, <laughs> do some illegal bets. <laughs> but I'm not ready to drink lavender. No, <laughs> time and a place. This is a time and a place cider. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, if I'm getting a flight, I would get it in a flight because, you know, it's just the thing that goes in there. Mm-hmm. But like, I just can't imagine other other than like a nice brunch. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine when I would drink this. And that is, and that is not disparaging this cider whatsoever. No, it's good. No, it's good. It, it it's good. It drinks great. The the lavender has a great note to it, and it's not over. It's not overbearingly sweet. It's not like a gross Blake's. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. So I didn't have to. Yeah, I mean Blake's is, gets That's fucking sugar teeth, water. That shit gets teeth rotten. Yeah, but it's sugar water, and they walk it past an apple. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. When else do you drink it? I don't know either. <laughs> and I'm kind of mad about that because yeah. I want more opportunity to drink it. Could you Could you imagine feeling like what kind of dickhead you'd feel like if you tried to like eat pizza rolls and drink <laughs> this at the same time? <laughs> this is such a wasted opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit down for Netflix and pizza rolls and then you have this with you and you're like, uh, I'm sorry. You just like- keep apologizing <laughs> to the can. <laughs> feel almost like obligated to go put on a dress shirt. Right. <laughs> before you eat the pizza rolls. Button this up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've had Windridge before. I know you have as well. Yep. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep them on the list. For sure. Shall we take a break? Get another one. Take a break. Moving on. Another sighty. Another one? Welcome back to the Joe Tutorial. Whoa, you Matt, know. this isn't an episode. It's a trailer. Well, what the hell's a trailer, Adam? It's where we tell people what they can expect from our podcast, Decaying with the Boys. Well, they can uh, expect to hear us talk shop on pro wrestling, craft beer, horror movies, and pop culture, like Britney Spears' creepy father and stuff like that. We've literally never talked about Britney, but we do take our shots at everything else you said. 
Well, then uh, I guess I can also tell them they can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to find us on all social media at KNWTB. Cheers. 243. Ciders. Cider time. And apparently all the time is cider time on this episode and future episodes. Yeah, yeah. If we get enough cideys, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll go full sidey for the right money. Yeah. <laughs> We're not too proud. Yeah. And the right money is like 30 bucks a week. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, per? Yeah, sure. Per, per person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. So with that, we have a third one. Oh, good. Yes. This one is the 1911 Maple Bourbon Barrel Aged Premium Small Batch Hard Cider. Huh. It's a lot of words. That is a lot of words. In 1911, if you're a gun aficionado, this has nothing to do with handguns. Absolutely not. <laughs> Unless no. you're plinking cans once you're done drinking this <laughs> and have sobered up afterwards. Don't drink and shoot. Yeah, no, it's just established in 1911. There you go. Yeah. I, well, I had to get my public service announcement. I, I, Don't drink and shoot. I understand. There, setting that bar nice and low. <laughs> but it is, uh, it is from New York, and it's produced by the Beak and Skiff Apple Farms. Beak and skiff. Yeah. That sounds very British pubby. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out of Lafayette, New York. All right. Yeah. It's got to be upstate. Yeah. And pretty much like all of their stuff come, it's, it's one of those like weird branding things where everything out of there is 1911 because mm-hmm. that's when they were established. So yeah. they just say, you know, and, and then so everything comes, you know, they have the 1911 tropical cider, the 1911 blueberry cider. There's a 1911 root beer that I've seen at JR's a lot, and I've tried. Would you get it again? Eh, it's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> but I've had some of their other ciders, and they're fine. Um, this one comes in at 6.9 ABV. Nice. And uh, there's one number that we've not talked about at all, all evening. Don't you dare. Because, well, it's the, been the same number all evening. Zero on the IBUs. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me this has an IBU? Of zero. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, okay, don't zero. scare me like that. <laughs> I've said it's the same number all night. They've all been zero IBUs. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I was going to be real mad. And no. be like, oh, this is a bourbon barrel aged cider. And oh, by the way, it's got 65 IBUs. Ah, I would have been upset. And it's hopped for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> because screw you. That's why. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they probably do have a hop cider that they make, but this is not it. Good. This is the bourbon barrel age one, so we're going to crack it open, pour it up, see how it is. Okay. Like right now? Yeah. All right. Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I took a smell. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Smell like fucking pancakes, y'all. <laughs> it smells like pancakes. Yeah. Daggum. To look at it, though, again, it's a nice clear cider, but it this looks just like cider. It looks like you took the Wind Ridge. And yeah. you took a drop of syrup and put it in there. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not it's not um terribly dark in any way. There's no crazy colors. Uh, you know, I don't know what I expected with a maple bourbon barrel aged. Well <laughs> yeah. I expected it to be darker. I expected it to be darker. It is pretty dark and it has uh like a little bit of a you know, like a orange brown tinge to it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's it kind of looks indistinguishable from regular uh, cider. And not only that, it kind of looks like a VFW beer. You take the head away. That too, yeah. Kind of looks like just a regular old macro. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super clear. Mm-hmm. There's like no effervescence. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and that all changes once you take a sniff. Yeah, then that changes when you take a sniff because it smells like breakfast. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, hmm. I think I got Pepsi challenged. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're familiar with the Pepsi challenge, right? Yeah. Where you had Coke and Pepsi. Everybody got a little sip. Which one was better? Right. So, come to find out, there was scientific reason as to why Pepsi won the Pepsi challenge. Because it has more sugar, and so it's sweeter on the initial taste. So, when you only just have a little bit, that first hit, it's sweeter and it tastes better. Oh. So, that's why they won. Okay. But the longer you drink it, more people would prefer a Coke over a Pepsi. Yeah, because Pepsi gets flat as fuck. So... That's why the Pepsi Challenge was tailored so that they would win. Obviously, it's an ad campaign. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that and then lose. Right, right. That'd be dumb. Right. But I kind of feel like that happened a little bit with this. I almost understand what you're saying, too. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. At least one of us does. I mean, I, I, I get it without it, you know, having to parse too much. But it, yeah, it, that first sip is super sugary, super, mm-hmm. like, super bitey. Uh, it's almost shocking. Yeah, shocking and syrupy mm-hmm. is what you get at first up. But subsequent tastes, mm-hmm. it, it mellows out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it calms it, down a little bit. It calms down a little <laughs> bit, but it is still... It's wackadoodle. It is, it is heavy on the maple. Yes, it... Oh, even on the burp-ups. Yeah. 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 There, I mean, yeah, there's no hiding the maple on this one. Mm-mm. Subtlety is not its forte. So, <laughs> so we just talked about we just talked about how the Windridge one mm-hmm. is a perfect vehicle for lavender because lavender is a delicate flavor, <laughs> and you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. Yeah, maple in a way is a delicate flavor because it's hard to find in beers a lot of the time. Correct, with the exception of like Omnipolo, right, or Saugatuck, right? When they get fucking gross with it. Yes, <laughs> this suffers from the problem of the fact that there's nowhere for the maple to hide. Mm-mm. There's nothing contrasting the maple. And so you go from fermented apple juice to maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there is a lot. If you are into maple, yeah, this is, this is the bee's knees. But if you're looking for kind of a combination or a you know, complexity of flavors, like we had on the, on the Windridge or we had on the, uh, the Bembo with Care, you're not going to get that. This is all maple all the time. Come get you some. Yeah. I'm I'm getting like a little bit of the barrel, but just not. Oh, I forgot about the barrel. Yeah. That says it all right there. Yeah. And then I forgot about the barrel. Yeah. You get a little bit of it and it, it it's kind of like an undernote. <laughs> yeah. Like if they didn't mention it, it wouldn't have. Yeah. Wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think I love this one though. I don't either. <laughs> it, I don't either. This is a lot. It's a lot to get through. It's a that is super fucking sugary and yes. you got to know what you're getting into. What What do you drink with? What do you do with this one? Like, what do you breakfast sausage? Like pancakes with just butter, no syrup. Yeah, you just, did, just you, to get the bread in your mouth. You just then, take a <laughs> all you you just take a stick of butter and wrap a pancake around it. <laughs> well, if you're trying to die, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then you just chase it with one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like a yeah, like you said, a breakfast sausage. Mm-hmm. But like 
get like a big one, like get breakfast sausage, but like make it into like a big brat size. Yeah. And then put it in a bun. See, at that point, why don't you just do like a bulk sausage and make a patty? Well, because I want it in a bun. That's why. Well, patty, <laughs> patties go in buns quite nicely. I will say that. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah. I guess I'm just stupid. <laughs> it's not that you're stupid. You're just fucking infringing upon what I'm dreaming of. <laughs> oh. I just want a big breakfast sausage <laughs> in, a, in a fucking bun. <laughs> okay. And a nice brioche bun. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm, I'm inventing my own breakfast sandwich. So why don't we Stop go... trying to tell me what to do with it. <laughs> with something that doesn't exist yet? Right. <laughs> Stop trying to take the thing that I'm trying to invent. Fucking... <laughs> Fucking engineer it up. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking away from the sausage project. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a lot. This uh, this 1911 is a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I read the can, right? Okay. And they they goosed it with a little bit more maple. I think they said they added maple acid to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, this one, this was another one I picked up, you know, just on a whim at Vintage, because mm-hmm. it was a toss-up of like, when the fuck have you ever seen a maple bourbon barrel aged? Never, exactly. And when you told me about this, I was, I was intrigued. Right. So it's like, you know, you, you, you just take the chance, mm-hmm. go with the crazy thing, see what the crazy thing tastes like, and then you know, and, see, you, know, you and, can make a decision after that. But <laughs> and now we know. And now we know. Oh, and by the way, that's malic acid, not maple acid. Oh, it's not maple acid? No, it's malic. Oh, okay. No. So, I don't know what the devil you're doing. No, I just I'm just going to assume. I, just, I am dyslexic. I have said that on the show in the past. <laughs> it is true. There is precedent for that. <laughs> yeah, there is precedent for the fact that I can't read, and reading is for nerds. So <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, we're supposed to be building people up. No, no. I take my disability... <laughs> <laughs> and then turn it into a way to bully others. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. I'm not weak. You're just a dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks for explaining that to me. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together now. Uh, you get it. All right, let's move on. Yes. Yes, please. I, I'm tired of being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just you. I'm bullying the listeners, too. <laughs> And they can't even they can't even face their accuser. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> At least I have the luxury of looking you in the eye. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's move on. We're we're gonna do something new this week, mm-hmm. and this goes again goes back to the uh, survey that we put up, mm-hmm. and we and we said in our survey, "Are you okay with us talking about other things? Yeah, that aren't alcohol related. Yes. And if we do, what do you want us to talk about? Mm-hmm. And we already went through it." Politics is off the table. Yeah, that ain't <laughs> nobody, wants, nobody wants that. No, you are here to escape that. Yeah, but people did say it was okay if we talked about the news mm-hmm. of other things and just, you know, other topics. Yes. So I put out to Adam. I said, Adam, pick uh, one or two news stories of things that you really enjoyed this week, things that you got into. Mm-hmm. And I picked one or two for myself, and we're just going to talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. So we're. I'm going to call this segment the best of the story. Okay. Because it's like the rest of the story. Oh. But the best, because we're just picking things that actually, this is, this is a positive. It is. It you know, is. We're doing positive shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to rise up. Yeah. After bullying, now we do positive. <laughs> so really, that just gets us back to net zero. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's all I can ask for. You can walk away from this episode 
Okay. Yeah, unchanged. (laughs) Okay. You can walk away from this episode with your time filled. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You gotcha. Did you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, You do whatever. Okay. So, uh, Steve, I'm sure you know that I'm a bit of a car guy. Mm -hmm. And there is a car that that got debuted this week that is 100% intriguing to me. And I want to see this thing succeed. Okay. Would you like to know what it is? Yeah. It's a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, but I'm also now intrigued that you're talking about. Yes. It Corollas is. in 2022. <laughs> it is the uh, it is the GR Corolla. It is a five-door hatchback. And it comes with, let me tell you this right now, a 1.6 liter three-cylinder. <laughs> That makes 300 horsepower. What? Fuck? Yes. So this is a derivative of Toyota's uh, rally car program. Yeah. They're basically taking a rally car, putting street tires on it, throwing a radio in the center stack and selling it to people. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not fucking off put by that. I, I'm one, a surprise that it's not an EV because mm-hmm. I feel like, that, I mean, that's really what the market really wants. Oh, absolutely. Is a fucking affordable EV. Yes. <laughs> but you're saying they're just doing rally cars. So. They're just saying the hell with it. We already got the technology here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it is a 1.6 liter three cylinder, which is bananas. There's only one other car that I know of that had a three cylinder in mass production. And that is the current Ford Fiesta ST, which isn't even sold in America. Yeah. So... The reason that it's a 1.6 is for the World Rally Championship, they have engine size requirements. Mm -hmm. You can't build an engine or use an engine bigger than 1.6 liters. Oh, okay. So that's why it's that small. Hmm. Because what happens is all these manufacturers just boost these things to the moon. Okay, fair enough, yeah. And that's what this is as well. It is is a turbocharged uh, three-cylinder, all-wheel drive. So it's an all-wheel drive hatchback with a six-speed manual transmission and 300 horsepower from the same people that build the Prius. This <laughs> is so ridiculous. <laughs> it is, and it's fantastic. I mean, I, I like it. I like that they're still just going to do dumb shit like that. Um, yeah. Again, I wish they would have had an EV that's like affordable <laughs> at the same time. Like, sure, put out your goof-ass car. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but uh, it, it also comes with... Uh, and I want to make sure I get this right. A complimentary one-year membership to the National Auto Sport Association featuring a high-performance driving event with expert instruction. So if and when you buy one, they will teach you how to drive it. Well, drive it cool. Yes. Drive it cool. Not drive just drive it correctly. It. Yeah. Yes. Not just drive it, but drive it cool. Yes. <laughs> and this, is, this comes from uh, Toyota's racing division, yeah. which has one of the weirdest names, Gazoo Racing. Okay. I have no idea where Gazoo <laughs> comes from besides the Great Gazoo. Right. Hmm. Is there an episode of the Flintstones where like Gazoo made Fred a racer? I know there's I know Fred had a like a race car episode, but I I mean probably. Whatever. Just <laughs> <laughs> not getting into my brain like that today. <laughs> so not only that with the, the all wheel drive system, uh you can choose the power distribution on it. Mm-hmm. You can do a sixty forty split, sixty to the front, forty in the back, you yeah. can do a fifty fifty split, or if you want to get a little buck wild, you can do a thirty seventy split. So you can have seventy percent of the power, go into the back tires, have yourself a little tail out fun. 
If you're uh, if you're living in Pittsburgh, you want the 3070 to get you up fucking hills in the snow. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> just just for buyer's guide. Help. <laughs> I don't know much about cars, but I know if you don't have real world drive in your fucking car in the snow, you're dicked. You're done for. But yeah, this is it is super intriguing. Number one, Toyota doesn't do stuff like this anymore. Yeah. Uh, number two, it's a Corolla. Yeah, oh, I mean, most most companies don't do shit like this. Really. No, no, the old this is comparable to this. This is the same thing as the Subaru STI. Mm-hmm. This, this is the new age STI. That's not ugly. <laughs> it's the not new, ugly trash. The, the new WRX is the new STIs are ugly as shit. I haven't seen the new. They WRXs. are sinful. They had a WRX had a nice run for a minute. They did. <laughs> I owned one. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I knew a lot of people had WRX. That was like, you know, if you were. Uh, if you knew civics were trash. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you had, you know, you had a little bit of money cause you know, yeah. you're in your late twenties. Right. And yeah. you know, it's that time. was all the people I knew <laughs> single dudes in their late twenties. Yep. Let's go buy WRXs. <laughs> yeah. I know it cause I lived it. Right. But yeah. Uh, and that'll be out later this year. So if you want to go do some honing, go buy yourself a Toyota. Do they have a sticker price on what that's supposed to be? Uh, I didn't see it, but okay. uh, speculation, uh, because I've been, you know, watching uh i think they're looking like high 30s low 40s <sighs> okay for what you're getting in that little little box yeah for what you're getting yeah again it's just like you're not making a super affordable car and you're not making an ev so this is a no. real weird so i i have a hunch that eventually and this is going to happen with a lot of cars is there is going to be a lot more hybrid technology mm-hmm it's it's a foregone conclusion that the new Corvette's going to be doing that in the next year or two. Mm. That they're going to be having hybrid technology. I think this is just kind of a last hurrah. Okay. You know, Toyota said, let's have a little bit of fun before we go full EV. Yeah. And also, just in a way, like, maybe it's easier on them manufacturing-wise, because like you said, they're already producing this kind of shit for the rallies. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, well, rather than designing a whole new car and fucking doing a whole bunch of other shit yeah let's just slap a radio and some suede seats in this thing yeah and let's go yeah let's make this you know street friendly <laughs> yeah and not only it gets their name back in the news yeah when was the last time you cared about a toyota yeah exactly <laughs> probably prius really because right. that, that was the last real newsmaker of like oh they were the first two market like hybrid car that was right yeah exactly and since then i mean the super was a flop and the, by the way it's also a bmw <laughs> but beyond that who has really cared yeah yeah but yeah for the most part car culture is i mean it's suffering in a way because it's going through this change it is it is change <laughs> you know we, we you have a whole bunch of people who just like drive fucking crossovers mm-hmm. you know the the in they drive appliances. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, crossovers aren't fucking interesting one way or the other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine today about the Ford EcoSport. Yeah. That is the proper response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's like it's a thing. And like, sure, if you want to drive it because of reasons, fine. Mm-hmm. But like, you're not driving it because you think it's cool. Right. You're driving it because it saves you money in some way or you think, you know, you're doing it's good a, in some way. It's A to B. Yeah, it's it, an A to B unit. That's yeah, like, all it is. Like you said, appliance driving. You're mm-hmm. you're driving your fucking toaster. And not, there's there's nothing wrong with that. No, but but don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, like I don't know, we, we still just have to make it over to the shift to where like EV vehicles are 
It's coming. Affordable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is coming. It's just mm-hmm. like they just don't produce them enough. And it's like, because there's a lot of cool EV vehicles right now. There are. Like, uh, I like the BMW. The, mm-hmm. the I think it's the M63. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the Cadillac Lyric looks cool. Yes. I like that one a lot. I wish I could. I mean, I wish I could afford any of these. But <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> yeah. There are, uh, I actually just saw a video last week uh, on the Rivian pickup mm-hmm. truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a video. They did the classic drag race. Yeah. Of It was the Rivian versus the Ford Raptor yeah. versus the, the Ram TRX, <laughs> which basically has a Hellcat motor. Right. Yeah. And the... <laughs> The Rivian wiped the floor with them. Yeah. It absolutely smoked it. Yeah. So they said, okay, we're going to make this a fair fight because they were talking about, okay, well, we have Ford. We have Dodge. Where's Chevrolet? Where's GM? Mm -hmm. So they brought out an old GMC Typhoon, Mm -hmm. which is an old 80s truck, turbocharged (laughs) six-cylinder. I mean, it's the original muscle truck. Yeah. So they said, okay, you know, GM's here. We'll be good. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. They loaded the they loaded the GMC onto a trailer, hitched it to the Rivian, and ran them again. <laughs> <laughs> and it still beat the Raptor. <laughs> uh-huh. Just load it down. <laughs> yeah, like they they had a shot because they had the guy that actually designed the GMC. Yeah. Riding in the truck while it was on the trailer, yeah. going down the quarter mile. <laughs> <laughs> And you just see that you just see him just bopping along in the truck, and then you see the Raptor just slowly falling Fall back. back. Yeah, it's coming. Electric yeah. cars are coming. Yeah, they're and that's a coming. good thing. I saw what was I seeing? It's a it's a Japanese vehicle. I fucking nah. Just maybe I shouldn't even get into it because my fucking brain doesn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an SUV. That it's an EV vehicle, and mm-hmm. it's it's like being tested in Japan now. Okay, and it's just like it. I couldn't understand what they were saying probably because it was in japanese right yeah but the fun on their faces (laughs) told the story (laughs) because just the way they started rocketing around the fucking bends oh yeah the way way those things take off Mm -hmm. it's just like yeah you see the fun on their faces oh yeah like like going uh what is it plaid plaid mode on the the uh, tesla on the tesla yeah i mean that will rip your face off right yeah yeah you know there's no denying the instant torque on an electric vehicle yeah so they're great. We'll see more of them. They're, I think I think gas vehicles will still have their space, but I th- and I again I guess going back to the car we're talking about, this Corolla, mm-hmm. it makes a little sense to make this one because if we're moving towards EV vehicles, I think the only gas ones we'll see anymore, we won't we'll stop seeing the crossover appliances because mm-hmm. it'll just become EV vehicles. Right. So everything else that isn't like a thirty thousand and up kind of play toy oh absolutely yeah we'll mm-hmm. just kind of disappear and, or become ev gasoline vehicles will go the way of horses in mm-hmm. that there will always be a market for them right but it will be a very niche market mm-hmm. and you have to have money to play in that arena yeah period yeah that's all there is to it definitely gotta have money to have horses <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so you will have horse girls and gas guys yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> i like that one. and then they can get together and do whatever it is that they're doing over there. Right on. I like that. So what do you, what do you got, Steve? Uh, mine's nerd shit. Good. <laughs> so earlier in the week, Ron Gilbert, who is a, uh, he's a video game designer. Okay. He's a video game director. He announced that they are releasing a brand new Monkey Island game. 
Oh. Yes. Oh, I can hear Sam's ears tingling from here. Uh, Sam doesn't know Monkey Island. I, I know. <laughs> but he's the only other guy I know that's in the vintage video games. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's in the vintage, but he wouldn't be into this because this is new. It is new yeah. for 2022. Also, Sam's in the vintage NES. Monkey Island was PC. I did not know that. Yes. Okay, then. So Monkey Island games, for those who aren't aware, they are a throwback to the 90s. Uh, I mean, they, they are some of the first games you got on your computer, really. Mm-hmm. It's like you got like Monkey Island games. You got fucking Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, King's Quest, Ultima, you know, just mm-hmm. and maybe Warcraft. Those were the games that were really out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monkey Island was a specific genre of point and click adventure. Okay. And so basically what it means is like you go around talking to people and solving puzzles. Okay. And so it's it's, it's real simple, relaxing gameplay. That's something you could do at your own pace. Yeah. Anybody can get into it. The only thing that's frustrating is the fucking puzzles because <laughs> so, some of them get really obtuse. Oh, really? <laughs> and they'll drive people crazy. But, <laughs> but I, what's really nice is, again, you can just walk away from it for a bit. Right. Yeah. You just save and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. So these these are the games that a lot of people grew up playing because, you know, they were simple and they were also funny. Like they're funny games. So it, I, I, I take it it's kind of in the similar vein of Leisure Suit Larry. Exactly. Okay. All yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Monkey Island is pirate based, though. Okay. Well, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it's the, same, it's the same vein as Leisure Suit Larry. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, Ron Gilbert was the writer director of the first two games. How many games were there? There's been a number of them. So the first two games that came out in the 90s, and then there was another one after that, Curse of Monkey Island, that was like 95, 96. Okay. And then they got into 3D in 2000s. Ah, okay. At that point, nobody who worked on the... I don't think anybody who worked on the original games... Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And I assume that's when the quality kind of started to wane. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the fourth game, quality was going down. They had like a resurgence in the 2010s. Okay. There, there was a company called Telltale Games, mm-hmm. and they brought back a lot of the properties from the 90s into like full 3D point and click adventures. Okay. So those weren't great. <laughs> they were okay. <laughs> uh, but now they're, they're going back to the roots. This is kind of like, you know, if a director left a series of a movies Mm -hmm. and then came back and redid. Okay. So uh, hopefully it's not like Ridley Scott coming back to direct (laughs) alien movies because those (laughs) fucking movies were bad. (laughs) But Ron Gilbert's coming back to make a new Monkey Island game and the game will pick up right where the second one left off. Uh, The other thing they did was around the 2010s is they re-released the first two games. Okay. And they, they completely remade them with current day graphics and voice acting. Oh, okay. Because right. the first two games were released in 1990 and 1991. Oh, so is it just like a scroller basically? Pretty much. Yeah. You like, there were 16 colors, <laughs> no fucking voice acting. <laughs> you just had 16 bit music in the background. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all those uh, just kind of shortcomings. Mm-hmm. So they brought them back and they updated it oh. for everything for today. So you can, you can go play those games right now on Steam or PlayStation. Okay. And, you know, just get caught up on the series if you want. <laughs> so I, I guess that begs a question. Did they say, did they set a release date for this new one? So that's the other fun thing about the story is Ron Gilbert said it's coming out this year. Oh, snap. Yeah. He's like, he's <laughs> like, 
Yeah, this is uh, him and uh, another guy, Dave Grossman, who also worked on the original games. Mm-hmm. We're just like, yeah, this is, we did this in secret during the pandemic. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good pandemic project. Yeah, it's a good pandemic project, and everybody everybody was happy. It was like, because a lot of times you get fucking trailers for games, and it's like three years out mm-hmm. before you play the game. Yeah. But they're like, no, here's a trailer, and then this will be out later in the year. We're just polishing it up. Yeah. That's awesome. And part, part of polishing it up is the uh, they're recording voice acting right now. Are they doing name brand? So or are they going, you know, good voice actors? So they're doing so they're doing a couple of things that are important to the voice acting. One is there there's a voice actor who he was the voice actor for The Curse of Monkey Island, which was the third game. Okay. And Ron Gilbert didn't work on that game. That was the that was the game after he left Luke, LucasArts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there the the voice actor Dominic Armado kind of became the Known voice of Guybrush Threepwood, the main character. Okay. Even though not everybody loved Curse of Monkey Island, it's just like he's the voice of Guybrush Threepwood. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? That's because I assume that was the first voice that players heard. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So they they are bringing him back. Okay. So he will be the, the voice again, which is good. Everybody loves that because yeah. he does a really good job. And it just, it sounds right for the character. Mm-hmm. Like you, the, the character is this guy who like has these big aspirations of being a pirate okay like he wants to be this you know great revered pirate but he's a dork <laughs> you know <laughs> all right you know he's got he's kind of a loser and you know mm-hmm. like, like everybody else around him is way more competent yeah but you know you, you just feel for him like like, he, like he's trying his best yeah yeah he's trying like, his best and he's using what wits he has and it's you <laughs> just know, can't quite get there yeah it, it, it's fun you know it's enjoyable that way and that's like the comedy because okay. like it's, it's it's kind of a goof coming up against like real pirates, like <laughs> <laughs> you know he's coming up against real pirates, and then like there's a, a demon pirate, a ghost pirate that, that like follows him everywhere and like plagues his life, mm-hmm. but somehow he also foils this you know awful pirate. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, full disclosure, I've never played this game before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the game. Yeah. So when I hear Monkey Island, I just assume that you're playing as a monkey. No. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of monkeys in the game. That's okay. All right. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Are yeah. there at least monkeys involved? Plenty of monkeys. Good. Some right. of them three headed. They're not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Well, hey, never, nobody does, <laughs> but everybody falls for it. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Again, just back to the voice acting for a second. The, another name Ron Gilbert released was he said he did, he did a recording session with the guy who does the voice for uh, Yakko and Pinky on Animaniacs. Oh, okay. So it sounds like they are bringing in some kind of top-level voice acting mm-hmm. as well. Bringing some real pedigree. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, so should be a fun game. So uh, is, it, is it, it also going to be available on, on Steam and... PlayStation and PlayStation. everything. PlayStation, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. it'll be out on everything. So. Awesome. So come Christmas time, don't, mm-hmm. don't call Steve. Yeah, well, depending on when it comes out, yeah, just don't call me. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> play Monkey Island. Yeah, don't bother me. <laughs> He's playing Return to Monkey Island. Don't talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just have to put an away message on the Twitter for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there will be one week where the podcast is just me, like streaming on Twitch. <laughs> sure. All right. As soon as I figure out how to do that, <laughs> not doing show. You can watch me play Monkey Island and you shut up. <laughs> No, we'll have to give him a good lead-in. Join Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't answering the chat. I don't know how to read that. <laughs> yeah, but on the Twitch, they can donate to you. 
So somebody can send him a dollar. As well, they should. Uh, so what do you say we get back to these ciders? Okay, back to the maple bourbon bubble. Yes, premium small batch hard cider. Yeah. So on the can, they give a sweetness scale. One to six. Mm-hmm. This clocks in at a four and a half. Yeah. So there's sweeter stuff out there than this Shh. that they make. I guess, maybe. Or Do they just, just take a sugar cannon <laughs> and just point it at you when you're at the bar? Well, it's literally just like sugar sediment at the bottom <laughs> of the can. <laughs> like this is this is super sweet. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't love it. <laughs> I don't either. And, and part of that is because the first two that we had were not sweet comparatively. Comparatively, no. Like that, yeah, that Windridge was approaching the upper end. Yes. I, I would say the stuff I drink from Cider Boys, that's probably the upper echelon of sweet that I drink. Mm-hmm. They're very sweet. I like them, though. But this was a lot. This is too much. It is like drinking pancake syrup that is a little bit muted. Yes. Like thin pancake syrup. <laughs> yeah. They thinned it out with apple juice. And that's <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Put it in a can. Yeah. Send it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we go to the podium? Yeah, we can go podium. I think I know what's going to happen here. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been listening well. Yes. <laughs> if you're a good listener. <laughs> good listener. You'll, you'll figure this one out real quick. Uh, I'll go first, though. Yes. Bronze, 1911, maple bourbon barrel-aged Mastercraft cider hard cider premium thing. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> yes. It's too sweet. That's it too much. Too sweet. <laughs> it's it too is. much. <laughs> I like I like the attempt, but I don't know. Do less. <laughs> Somehow do less. <laughs> yes, agreed. Silver, I'm going to give to the Windridge, the Honey Lavender. It's a nice cider. Mm-hmm. It's drinkable. It's uh has its own special flavor. It's a little sweet, but you know not overly so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of people would enjoy this and just enjoy discovering like a flavor profile that they're not used to, you know, especially when you're like burned out on fucking citra IPAs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> That's a very good point. And heavy ass stouts and <laughs> the crackers of Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you want to brighten up your palate a little bit, this is there for you. Mm-hmm. It's got something different for you. Um, just, I just don't find it as completely drinkable though, as the, the bamboo with care. That one is, I could drink that all fucking day. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It is, it is good. <laughs> the um the cherry flavor on it isn't overstated, and it doesn't like stand out completely. Like if you think of like a Rogue or the New Glarus, mm-hmm. Belgian Red, those are like heavy cherry flavors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, this isn't quite like that. It has a more tart and dry cherry that's, you know, but it doesn't go out out of its way to blow your palate out or anything like that. Mm. And it's not overly sweet, and it's not overly it's not overly one thing or the other. It's very well balanced. Yes, so enjoyable. I like. <laughs> and uh, for me, I'm I'm going to uh, mirror what Steve said here. The 1911. This this uh, maple bourbon barrel aged premium small batch hard cider. I, I think less is more. Mm-hmm. Less is more on this one. Uh, I, I see what you're going for, but oof. 
<laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, in a in a very strong silver, I'm also going to put the Windridge here. Um, I I I think that the, the Windridge is a lot closer uh, to gold than it is to bronze. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. It does have some delicate flavors, and I do appreciate what Steve said. If you feel that you're going to have a blown out palate, use this to kind of get you back to center. Uh, but when you do, make sure you put on a nice shirt, tuck it in. <laughs> Uh, this is fancy drinking. Uh, Grab a cucumber sandwich. <laughs> uh, yes. Actually, you know what this would be good for? The Kentucky Derby. Yeah. 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 Have yeah. this one, yeah. uh, right after yeah. a mint julep. Yeah. Have yourself a time. Oh, makes sense. All right. Now I know what I'm having for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. So you're not fucking over, <laughs> just over juiced <laughs> on mint juleps. Yeah. Have this. Is a, that way you're still fancy drinking, but yeah. you know, changed up a little bit. Still drinking, but you're not fucking getting blown up. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, in the gold medal position, I, I do have to put this uh, Bemble with care. The Appleschwein Kirsch. Yeah. Uh, top of the pops right here. I think you just said apple hog. <laughs> you said apple shine. Schwein. Apple fine. Apple fine. Apple fine. Apple fine Kirsch. Apple schwein. I mean, you kind of put an apple in the. Yeah, in the but that's different. Mouth. That's different. <laughs> that's cooking. It's cooking. Uh, but yes, uh, I felt that that was the best balanced one because uh, it had the sweetness of the cider, had the tartness of the cherries, and it was just an easy drinker. It was just fun. Yeah. Good beer to drink. Nope, cider. I, 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 I almost went through the whole episode without doing that. <laughs> almost got there. It's a good cider to I, drink. <laughs> I tripped over the finish line. <laughs> but well, uh, well. Uh, I, I, at, least, uh, at least when I tripped, I got me a gold medal with this. Bell with care. There you go. Well, if you want to contact us about your favorite sites on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Cider Nation USA, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA <laughs> for now until <laughs> I get all the SEO squared away and <laughs> get the stock of ciders up. But all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher. That'll get you... You know, any platform, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything starts and ends with pod or cast. We're on all those platforms. We're on everything. We're on things that end in dot FM because <laughs> they tried uh, to make yeah. they tried to make fake radio on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> We're on all of them. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five star review because we are a six Fuji show, but they only let us use five. That's a bigger crime than the Red Delicious. End of statement. End of statement. Fuck that apple. Agreed. (laughs) Trash apple. (laughs) Get Get the fuck out of here. Get good. (laughs) I'm going to go to fucking Market District right now and bully some Red Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here, trash apple. Know your place. (laughs) No, I don't want your kind around her. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. (laughs) Nope. That's how I'm doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. I will not be in the store with you. (laughs) Get me a straw hat. Some overalls. <laughs> We're standing stand in the produce section. Nobody wants your kind. <laughs> no, I don't know that I can support this. <laughs> it's going to happen anyways, I know, but... Yeah, you don't have to support Apple racism. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that stand. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Next week, we got something new. We got something different. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. It's going to be a good time. We'll have fun. And you'll find out what it is on Friday. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.